Tak, górę. Everything plugged in. I have to figure something out how to do this. Oh, I just noticed Last year I had it when I was giving some classes early in the morning with Ambikananda. We had it hooked up to the Kamundalu, but uh, the, it was thinner. I had a different Kamundalu, so this, I tried it, didn't work. I love that. <laughs> Please repeat. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Mangalam Guru Devaya Devi Matriksha Mangalam Mangalam Bhakta Brindavya Sarva Lokaya Mangalam Om Stapakaya Chiradmasya Sarva Dharma Surupine Avatara Varishtaya Ramakrishnaya Mangalam Om Sarashiva Samarambam Shankaracharam Ajamamashmarachara Prayantam Vande Gurum Paramparam Jai Guru So a long time ago we were doing, we tried to do classes out here and never we couldn't, we couldn't keep them going the second time in the week, so that's nice that we can do. And I think every day will be, the, uh, uh, the art, uh, evening gets, art, uh, uh, sunset gets later, right? Later and later and later, so it's still, we won't lose for the summer, we could probably do the whole summer out here, Mom. Probably, God willing. Jai Ma, Peter. Jai Ma, Dema, come down. Gar we're doing it in the garden today. You need a pillow or are you okay? Um, okay. okay. I love it. I think we'll have to get a, uh, on the hotter days a, 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 a umbrella or something like that. <laughs> Sorry, little, yeah, the sun's a little bit. Anyway, so last week we were, we were we've been reading the last four or five. Uh, meetings, the precursor to Lord Krishna's birth, right? And so we know that we read uh, uh, the wedding party, uh, wedding procession of Devaki and, and uh, uh, Vasudeva, and then c comes to hearing that voice from the heavens, that dis disembodied voice telling him that the eighth son of this girl is going to uh, kill you. So he immediately grabs her hair and is about to, about to kill, kill her, and Vasudeva is able to uh, uh, buy a little bit of time. First he talks a little philosophy, he, 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 he uh, flatters him, uh, but ultimately says that this girl, just, uh, your, your uh, cousin's sister here, she's not the cause, the voice didn't say she'd be the cause of your death, but actually her eighth son. So would, you have nothing to fear from her. As every child that comes, I present to you, you can do as you like. And so we read already six children have been killed right and we also read last week a little bit uh, or we discussed a little bit uh, who those six children were because usually it's very hard to understand why how could uh, how can something so horrible like this be part of the story but like everything in the Puranas there's always a backstory everybody has a backstory and we also have a backstory we don't remember our, our past life and our past you know hundred lives or thousand lives and what we accomplished, who we angered, <laughs> you know, which curses, which blessed, who blessed us and who cursed us. We don't know these things. So sometimes it's hard to make sense of our own predicament. But so we, we learned that these six uh, sons, these six children that were already killed, they had been uh, cursed to be killed by their own father. So in their previous life, they were the sons of, uh, of, of a demon who ended up being Kamsa. So in this life, he ended up killing them ag uh, again. So then I think last week we read, last week must be that we read the, uh, 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 about Mahamaya, right? Krishna then, uh, Vishnu then tells Mahamaya, Ma Durga, you go to this Goloka, this land of Goloka. And, um, uh, 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 and he describes, he says, there there's one woman, one of, another wife of, of Nanda is there. You, uh, uh, Devaki has given birth to a boy. To, this boy is Anantashesha, who is the Naga, the thousand-hooded snake of uh, Vish uh, Vishnu Lezan, Ananta. She's already been born in, in Devaki's womb. 
you extract them in some mystical way, right? It's only the work of Mahamaya. You extract him and you put put her put him into the womb of Rohini, in in in, in Gokul. Meanwhile, I'm going to be Jaima. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm going to be born in um, uh, simultaneously. I'm going to be born uh, again in Devaki's womb. So that's where we kind of left off, right? Uh, so she, uh, uh, the Divine Mother, accomplishes this. She takes the uh, the. the embryo of, uh, of, of, uh, of uh, Balaram and places and Krishna is about to be born. So how is Krishna born? How is Krishna born? That's the topic today. It's only about um, uh, maybe 14, ver 10 verses or something. It's a short section, um, but very uh, important. I didn't have a chance today. It was a big cleaning day and brass day, so we had a very extremely busy day. So I didn't have a chance to spend time to translate. So I read the Swami Tapasvinanda's translation, but I did print out the Sanskrit so I could have, I can see what the kind of, without kind of translate as I go along a little bit, at least see the words. Let's see where are we here. Bhagavan api vishvatma bhaktanam abhayankaraha avivesamsa sha bhagena mana anaka du du bihe Bhagavan, that's that Supreme Lord, uh, Bhagavan Vishnu, who is described as vishvatma. We, we mentioned that, that same, the last verse in the last week also had this word, Jai also had this word, vishvatma. Vishvatma means the means the soul of everyone, the universe, Vishva Atma, that universal soul, soul of the universe. And so, whose Bhagavan is being described? Of course, we know Bhagavan is Krishna in this story, or Bhagavan is Vishnu specifically. So far, he is not Krishna yet, right? He becomes Krishna or is Krishna, but here it doesn't say Bhagavan Vishnu. It says Bhagavan Vishvatma, right? That Bhagavan that we're talking, who's going to be born as Vasu, in the son of, Vas, of Vasudeva, is. Vishvatma, the soul of everything, right? So, so Vishvatma also means all-pervading, right? He's the soul of. We have some. Can you pass these down? Cool. <laughs> uh, um, the incense, okay? Not bothering anybody. Okay, I'm good. good. It's good. It's the ashram, ashram specialty. Uh, Vishvatma. So Vishvatma is that which is all-pervading, which is everywhere, right? So the one who's. It's herbs. It's herbs instead. <laughs> Should be. Um, um, Maybe bugs, I don't know. <laughs> Vishvatma. So, Vish, so Vishvatma is that universal soul. So that. So what does it mean? We uh, Four or five classes ago when we first started the section, it says that, that um, uh, what does it mean for Krishna to, Vishnu to be born? What is the cause of Krishna's birth, right? There's no, uh, the normal cause of birth is karma and desire, right? Krishna doesn't have selfish desire. Vishnu doesn't have selfish desire. Vishnu doesn't have past karma. He's Bhagavan, right? So how is he born? And so we mentioned by this term uh, avatar or birth or janma, something we use the word janma, janmastami, birth, we use the word birth, but sometimes translators don't like to use birth. They sometimes use the word uh, appearance, right? Because that which is hidden becomes obvious in an incarnation, right? God is everywhere, but in an incarnation, Sri Ramakrishna said like that, that's exactly his words. God is everywhere, but in, but in certain places and certain people, he's more obvious or she's more obvious. And in an avatar, he's blatantly obvious, fully revealed, right? He described, it's like, if you're a, uh, 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 Sri Ramakrishna said that if you have a, uh, you have, you know, you're stuck in a, in a small room and you have the infinite expanse outside, right? How do you know that? If you, in, through a window or a door, you can see the infinite, all the whole infinite outside, infinite space. So the avatar is like that, it reveals a full, uh, it, it reveals the infinite. It's not always uh, the the universal soul is not always obvious. Thakur also used this example that God is all pervading. But if you sit in front of a fan, like the, God is all pervading, wind is all pervading, air is all pervading, right? We know that, you know. But it's so all pervading we don't notice it, right? If we wasn't here, we'd immediately notice it. We'd all start choking and fall over within a few minutes. We'd all be dead probably if it wasn't there. But we don't notice it. It's so, it's such a common experience that we don't experience it. 
God is the only thing, but we don't experience it, don't experience Him. So, it's like air is everywhere, but if you sit in front of a fan, then you feel it. So Sri Ramakrishna said certain people, or you go to a holy place, a tirtha, you go to a temple in front of the deity, uh, um, uh, or you go, you meet a saint or an avatar, you feel it's, uh, God becomes more, more obvious. So this Vishwatna, that universal soul, is going to appear, you could say, or become, uh, 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 appear is not arrive, right? You know, appear is like show itself. That's another use of the word appear. Sometimes, oh, he's appeared, means he just showed up. But he's not, not that Krishna was never there, or Vishnu wasn't there, he's Vishwatma. So that term is very important. This, from this verse, it describes how, he's in, how, he takes his, how he takes his incarnation, and he uses who's being incarnated. It doesn't say Vishnu uh, takes birth. Vishwatma takes birth, right? Very important name. And why? Bhaktanam abhayam, abhayam, bhaktanam abhayam kara. So this is one of the main reasons here. We mentioned many reasons why, why Vishnu is going to take his avatar or appear. But here the, the main one is, remember if we go back, it's the earth is suffering under the cruelness of military and, and kings, demons posing as kings. A similar situation we seem to be in, it seems. Uh, uh, um, and the earth goes to Vishnu and prays and Vishnu is going to remove this hurdle, this uh, obstacle. So. Here it says abayam, abayam kara. Abayam means fear. Abayam means to call, to uh, remove fear, right? Bhaktanam of his devotees. So the reason that Bhagavan, that Vishvatman, the universal Lord that's everywhere, manifests is to rem- to give fearlessness, to grant fearlessness of his dev- to his devotees. What did he do? Avivesha amsabhagena. Avivesha. He entered, seemingly, right? But amsa bhagena. This term amsa bhagena is interesting. In Tapasvinanda's translation, let me see, he translates it as amsa bhagena, as an aspect of his. Amsa means part. Bhaga means, like Bhagavan means who possesses all power, all kinds of power. So an aspect of his power, amsa bhagena. By an aspect of a power, he becomes, he takes birth, or he enters the mind of, of, of Devaki, or of, of Vasudeva, right? Srila Prabhupada, who has a different uh, philosophical orientation, he says Amsa Bhagena is almost the exact opposite, right? Bhaga, which means, Amsa means, uh, means these parts, with all of these parts, he takes birth, right? So it's either an aspect, of in, uh, a fraction of his power, or with all of his powers. The word, I think the, the obvious meaning, the, 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 the primary meaning is an aspect of his power. Right, amsa bhagena. Amsa means part, but this other meaning is important from that p- philosophical view because uh, remember, Krishna do Bhagavan Swayam. Krishna's Bhagav full Bhagavan, not a p- aspect of Bhagavan. He's a, a, a Purna avatar. The full, full power is manifested. So that's. But at the same time, you know, it's like Krishna takes birth, right? But still, universes are rotating. Still, people are being born and dying. In other lokas, there's other avatars, right? Even on this planet, while Krishna is born, there's other uh, manifestations of Vishnu are taking birth, right? Uh, 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 like when Sri Ramakrishna was born, we we believe Sri Ramakrishna is the incarnation of Kali, yet he's there praying to Ma Kali. It's not like that Kali left all statues and entered Sri Ramakrishna, right? So it's it he can be full without. He can be uh, uh, an inf- insignificant, almost an, a fractional part can take birth and still, and still not affect, uh, uh, affect uh, well, you know, that, that mantra purnamada purnamidam, right? From the whole comes the whole. You take a, you take a, 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 from the full absolute, the full absolute comes, right? Leaving the full absolute, complete, purna, all right? Yeah, yeah, like, uh, oh, no, yeah, like drop of water. Actually, there's a mantra. We, we, we're right now, we're, as you all know, we're, we're meditating a lot on this uh, um, Narmada Devi, the river Narmada. Shankaracharya wrote this hymn, Narmadastakam, right? It starts uh, Sabindu Sindhu, right? I forget the next, like Kunjika or something like that, right? Sabindu Sindhu, right? So, actually, the, the scene is very important, a slight very, uh, deviation, but still important. It fits. Um, this, this is the first verse we know Shankaracharya composed, right? His first words that we know that he wrote or composed or was Sabindu Sindhu, 
Right. So at, as a boy of eight years old, he leaves home. We all know five, six, seven years. I think by eight years old, he arrives at Om Kareshwara. Right. This island shaped like an Om in the middle of the Narmada. Very incredible place. And there, his guru, uh, uh, Govindapada, was meditating. And the story goes, he was waiting for some uh, uh, qualified disciple. What could be the sign of a qualified disciple? And as the story, the legend goes, there was a huge flood. The river was flooding. Right? And the whole flooding was filling the cave where the guru was meditating. Right? So this little boy comes, actually, I'm very, and I have my prop. Kamandalu is not really a prop, but today it's a prop. Right, he comes and says, Kamandalu, you know, he's a little boy, he's walking. It says in the, uh, ready, he was in the guise of a sannyasi, although he was, wasn't initiated yet. He had his danda and his thing. And he takes, a bin, he takes it and he takes his Kamandalu and dips it in the, in the Narmada. And he chants, he begins to recite this hymn, Sabindu Sindu, right. And it says, by taking a few drops of water in his Kamandalu, the whole river came into his Kamandalu. Right, and then the flood went down. And the guru was saved, and the guru realized he's a qualified disciple. So based <laughs> upon this, right, he initiated the boy who then wrote the commentaries, organized the lineages, you know, it's like the rest is literally history, changed history, right. But what, he, what that verse, Sa Bindu, Bindu means drop, right, and Sindhu means ocean, right. And so there's many ways, one thing is that it's, it's a, and then the next verse, I'm forgetting the, the Sanskrit, but it means waves, beautiful waves. Right, so it's a it's it's glorifying. Oh, from the from the from the from the Bindu also means source. So it means the source means Amrakantak to the uh, uh, to the ocean at the Arabian Sea. Right, so Sa Bindu Sindhu, the beautiful way. It's a wave. It's a poetic way from the from the from the source to the end to the to the ocean. How beautiful the waves are. But that's a, a, a cursory reading. The real read. The, most most translations have it in the seed you see the beautiful waves of the ocean, right? So in the, the seed is, in the, in the drop, you, find, you see the beautiful waves of the entire ocean are in the drop, right? So that's his showing his Advaitic uh, perspective, right? And every dr- one drop of the Narmada, the entire ocean is there, right? One from one, so that's, uh, uh, so this is a, uh, a way, a similar idea that uh, 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 there's one, um, uh, verse Swami uh, Vivekananda quotes uh, we have the quote but we don't have the verse he doesn't he senses in such a such tantra this verse is there but we don't I've never found I haven't found the, the, the verse the, the, the hymn but he's quoting a hymn and it's not meant to be disrespectful to uh, Brahma and Krishna but he's it's a way of glorifying the Divine Mother he says one drop of Kali comes down as Krishna another drop came down as Rama Right now, this is not what again. It's not challenging a sectarian perspective of who's better and where who comes from what, right? But so it's a one. So that but but one one drop is all it takes to be an avatar. One drop of that amsa. One amsa was full. But amsa. Another way of reading this verse. Amsa, bhagena. One that one was an aspect, but still full power. That's another way of saying right. Also, we have this one. Uh, uh, Swami Vivekananda wrote this hymn to Sri Ramakrishna, Pranam Mantra, Stapakayachada. Says. Uh, avatara Varishtaya, the greatest of all avatars. And Swami Vivekananda was not meant, was not fond of uh, uh, fanatical, exaggeratory praise of the gurus and things like that. He very much downplayed that. But what he meant by that, he himself says what he means. There's four or five places where he says different things about what that means. But one, he says that he actually every avatar has full power, right? Right. It's like we all said this is an uh, this is an aspect of Vishnu. This is an aspect of Vishnu. But actually, every avatar has full power. Right, but how they use it, right? How much they use, or how much they demonstrate, you know. Uh, uh, uh. So he says that Sri Ramakrishna, seemingly he didn't come with weapons, he didn't didn't destroy armies and lift mountains and like that. But still, the influence within such a short time, he changed he changed world history, changed the philosophical orientation of of everyone, the religious uh, thinking of the entire world. And it's just beginning. It's only hundred and something years into this, right? Uh, uh, Barely, barely 110, 12 years since Swami Vivekananda's uh, passing, right? Uh, we just feel 150, 52nd birthday of Vivekananda, so you can imagine like this. Uh, you know, uh, we're 2,000 years into the history of, of Jesus, right? What the influence of Sri Ramakrishna is, we can only imagine. Right? So, um, 
So he's born, one drop is, uh, not here, it doesn't say, uh, uh, an aspect of his power. So that Vishwatma, the universal all-pervading Lord, right, Bhagavan, right, in order to, say, uh, to uh, grant fearlessness to his suffering devotees, right, uh, um, uh, on, was a, an aspect or a fraction or a, 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 a part of his power. He, what is he says? He says, uh, um, Avivesha, he entered amsa, uh, uh, Manaha, the mind of Vasudeva. Uh, uh. So this also, so it's not born a normal way. First, and this is actually a a a, a, a pre. Uh, let's see uh, the science of genetics and right. It's like uh, this is the old world, the ancient world view, or the Puranic and Vedic world understanding of how the soul enters the body. The general view of how the soul enters the body. The soul enters the mind of the first enters the body of the father, right? And then through uh, 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 enter, through uh, enters through the body of the father enters the body of the mother, and there and there and starts uh, uh, growing. Um, this is uh, we know now that out of, of, of thousands of sperm, one happens to enter. So actually, the mother's uh, the egg has more. It's one egg and thousands of sperm, right? So one e the egg seems to be the more predominant choice. Even some are showing that the that the um, uh, the egg actually chooses which which it's not even the force of the sperm, but the the choice of the egg. There's some research on this also, but that's not this is, we're not we're not this we're not arguing. This is a general view that it enters the soul, enters the mind of the first, enters the body of the father, and then enters the body of the mother. Right, but this is different. So first, he, he he manifests. He enters the mind of the father, but he's the the act of entering the body of the mother is not done physically in this story. Well, care. Uh, let's see what is the second verse. It's Sa bhirat purusham dhama. Brajamano yata ravihi durasado tidhur dharso bhutanam sam pabhuvaha sa bhirat purusham dhamma. So he, meaning Vas Vasudeva, Bibrat, he carried this purusham. This this is a person, but the big purusha, as purusha pakriti, the the the, the, per the supreme person, he carried. And he, be, along with this, this word is dhamma. Dhamma uh, means it means dham, dham like we go oh, like like Vrindavan dham. Dham means the land or the realm, right? Uh, so he carried when he carried the supreme person, he can carry also his full dham, right? So when where, where Vishnu comes, Vishnu's realm comes, and that comes, there's a there's a, a, a line that says that that uh, the 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 person the or Bhagavan Lord. His nam, his name, his guna, his qualities, his uh, uh, um, uh, lila, his activities, and his dham, his realm. Right? There are actually five ways of saying the same thing. They're not different things. Right? That's why if you say Krishna's name, you say Ma's name. It's directly. It's that's. You can meditate on Ma's name or his rupa also form. You can meditate on God's name, on God's form, on God's activity, on God's qualities. On, go, or an, on, on God's uh, 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 dham, right? So he came when 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 Bhagavan came, he came with his dham. Dham has another meaning. It means effulgence, right? You can imagine. So if you have, if you have uh, uh, what is that uh, a line from that uh, Disney cartoon or some cartoon on on Aladdin or something like that? It's like infinite power in a tiny little package, right? Itty bitty package, right? You imagine you take that you have take ten thousand suns and put it into one lamp. Right, it's like that. So it's like that dham, that whole land, the whole land, the infinite. What's the what's the a realm of the absolute? It's absolute, right? So that that effulgence, that power, is put into one package, right? And that's now in the mind of Vasudeva. So what happens? He began to shine, right? Brahm, Braja Manaha, that, that his full mind began to be completely luminous. Yata Aravi Durasa, just like it's the sun, 
it, I, I, I use the sun as an example and he even used the sun as an example like the sun his, it's like the sun in, inside of his mind began to shine dura sabdaha dura sadaha became imagine if you're looking at the sun right it becomes you almost can't look right so he became he became so radiant that peop, it was, he was hard to look at also mean hard this hard to look at also means hard to understand right because it's inf- you have to imagine it's hard to under- how do you understand the infinite and, and, and absolute power in a itty bitty package right you can't conceive of it it's hard to hard to approach it has three meanings hard to approach hard to understand hard to look at right but and then another word says ati dhur dharso darsho ati means very much so amazingly so right dhur but hard not to look at right hard not to uh, contemplate you imagine how can you not you, people couldn't look at him but you can't he's so beautiful you can't look away it's very very poetic and very significant you know very beautiful see how he translates I'm doing uh, uh, bearing within him the power of the Lord Vasudeva began to shine like the Sun and it became impossible for people either to approach him or to neglect him that's how they how he worded it right uh, uh, Let's see here, verse 18, 17. My, uh, when I was out here, uh, uh, my, the, the wind blew all my pages all over the place. <laughs> and luckily, Isabella collected them. So we'll see, I have to double check if they're in the right order here. There's some drawbacks of outside living. <laughs> okay. Tato jagan mangalam achutamsam achutamsam samahitam sura sutena devi Dhurdhara sarvatmikam atmabhutam kasta yatanandha karam manastaha. So this is this verse. So first verse, the Lord manifests in the mind of Vasudeva. He becomes who is that full was an was an aspect of his power or with all of his powers, but they're the same thing. If it's a drop of the ocean or the full ocean, it's the same ocean. Takur also sorry another, another example. Takur Gears he said if you touch the if you touch the Ganga, you've touched the Ganga, right? You don't have to touch from Gangotri to Bay of Bengal, right? But at the same time, you're not really touching the full Ganga, but you are touching the Ganga. So it's like uh, like like that, right? So in one aspect, one uh, an aspect of or the full power or the, an aspect of uh, Vishnu's power enters. He shines like like the sun, uh, uh, incomprehensible yet attractive. And there, then he, how do you say, jagan mang, tato jagan mangalam achutamsam, jagat mangala. So now the, the first this name for Bhagavan was Vishvatma. Here's another word given, Jagat Mangalam. He is the one that's doing good, auspicious work towards everyone, right, to the entire world. In order to do good to the world, or he who does good to the world, both meanings are there. Achutam Amsam. Again, Amsa means um, uh, uh, an aspect, right, a limb of Achuta. Right, Achuta means that which is unlimited and inconceivable. Right, so the unlimited, an aspect of the inconceivable, the aspect of the of the unlimited, what again, a drop of the ocean, which is non-different from the ocean. Samahitam uh, uh, became transferred, or ent- went from the mind of Vasudeva to Devaki. This is Samahitam, fully, fully transferred to Devi. Uh, uh, Sura Sutam, the son of uh, uh, Surasena, means Vasudeva, into Devaki, Devi. Tadhara Sarva Atmakam. Here again, Sarva Atmakam. Who then held, or Dudara carried, and to use a motherly thing, she carried, we use the word carry, but here it means encompassed or held or uh, absorbed or uh, like this. What? Sarva Atmakam, the soul of, the, the, the soul of everyone. The universal soul became uh, present, right. and the commentaries on this uh, say that went again. The, the sarvatmaka, sarvat, the vishvatma, and sarvatma is already. It was already in the in the mind and soul of Devaki, but not obvious. Right, had to be awakened. Right. So some say, I'll, I'll get back to this. Atma bushitam, kastayata anandakaram. Manas, manastadaha. So, 
just like that sarvatma atma oh, oh sarva atmakam the soul of everyone atma bhutam right so atma bhuta means the the soul of, once again the soul of everything the sarva bhuta also means the source of everything right so it's both the soul the source the source the the uh, uh, the embodiment of everything, the essence of everything, the soul of everything, the cause of everything, the soul, the, the source of everything, Sarvatmika, Atma Bhutam, uh, entered, entered the mind, was held in the mind of of, uh, uh, um, of, of Devaki, Kasta Yata, Anandakaram, just like Yata, just like from the in the east. The the anandakaram uh, uh, anandakaram uh, means the cause of bliss or cause of happiness comes. That means the moon. It's a poetic way of saying. Just like the full moon rises, so it's also interesting in in Vasudeva. It's being that Vishnu's presence in Vasudeva's mind is being described as the sun, right? Ravi. Here it's in the mind of of of, of Devaki. It's being he's being described as the moon, right? One's more one's masculine and one's feminine, right? But the same soul is passing from one to the other, very significant. And we can, we won't go into here, but we can also see something about Ida and Pingala. There's a yogic way of interpreting this, but I need to do a little research before I can present this. Uh, what, does he, what does Swamiji say? Uh, Transmitted by Vasudeva, the son of uh, Sudasena, Devaki Devi received into herself through the stim- stimulation of mind the world redeeming aspect of Supreme Divine who is all comprehensive being present in all, including herself, even as eastern horizon receives the moon. That's the uh, full uh, meaning. So, so some of the commentary, uh, medieval commentaries on this say, this is also a reference to Diksha. Because what's, what's past, it's like somebody from, some, from one person's mind, is something, something seems to be entering somebody else's mind. Right, this is a process of being transferred. So this is not dissimilar to the way initiation works. Any type of initiation, uh, the most common initiation is like a mantra initiation. What happens in mantra initiation? So, hopefully, the, uh, the guru has some uh, some uh, practice and some experience that this seed, the uh, 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 the mantra, is awakened and, and present uh, and and a little bit awake, and then it's and then it's uh, uh, passed on and by this whispering. But there's different types of there is Shambhavi, there is, um, uh, there is Mantrika, Shambhavi, what's the other one, Shaktipat, there are three or four different types of initiation mentioned in the Tantras, uh, by look, by touch, by the will, by speech, there's different types of initiation that can be possible. Thakur did all, demonstrate all these types of initiation. Um, but what's happen- what happens? Something's transferred, right? But the same thing, nothing's transferred, right? Some force is transferred, but the, the uh, 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 it's not so we so we use the language. Oh, a seed is planted, right? It's the bij mantra. Or some seed is planted, and that's the language of this. But the commentary also point out Vishnu is already there, right? It's some power, some some an occasion for it to to to, to um, uh, uh, awaken is there. There's a there's a, a example given of of how um, like you think about a seed. Like a banyan tree, a ba- banyan, a huge, you've probably seen banyan trees, a huge tree. I want a banyan tree. It'd be wonderful. Imagine the entire Kutir cover is a banyan tree, but we lose all the plants. We don't gonna grow, couldn't grow roses or <laughs> cover. In 15 years, we'd have a beautiful tree with the roots coming down. So that's my desire, but probably won't manifest. Uh, but a banyan tree, this huge tree, comes from a very, like a mustard seed style. So, so it says that the potency of that entire, the potential of that entire tree is in one tiny seed. Right. Not only that tree, but the millions of trees that can come from that tree. Because that tree will generate its whole life, seed after seed, season after season seeds. Right. So if you take that seed and you plant it, you will not get a banyan tree. Right. It has to. But if a bird eats that seed, right, and then passes it through its digestive system, and then it falls into the dirt, and then it will be born. Mm-hmm. Right. Something happens by the quality of the di- many many tree many. I remember in Boy Scouts we went to Joshua Years, weren't Joshua Tree. I remember in uh, my early boys many years ago when I was in Boy Scouts, we went on a uh, hiking, camping trip, and the ranger gave us a little talk, right? And we found some uh, uh, some coyote droppings, right? And uh, the 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 uh, the ranger was much more bold than we were, and she pulled it apart and showed seeds inside. <laughs> and she saw, she said, "That see this bush? This bush won't grow without. If we lose coyotes, this tree will die." 
this bush, this common bush that's there. It has to go so the, not just any, it has to be, because only coyotes eat this seed, eat this fruit, right? When they're, when, in order to get vitamins, they eat, they, they eat these berries. And th that only, they're the only one that eat this berry. It's poisonous to other things. I remember it bit by bit. And, uh, uh, but it's a similar thing. It reminded me. So the seed is there, but without going through the proper process, it won't, it won't, man the power won't be unleashed, right? So that's why there's some benefit. There's some, while God is everywhere and God's name is, is also everywhere. Anybody can chant God's name. But it seems to be, right, for most, in most situations, that it has to go through the, uh, um, uh, the uh, uh, from from some from one person where it's awakened to be awakened through that uh, grace and, and 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 shakti to be awakened the next. So this is an example. The commentators say that this verse is an example of initiation. It's used as an example of initiation, right? Uh, in places in his mind, verse nineteen. Sa devaki sarva jagan niva jagan nivasha. Nivasha Bhuta Nitaram Na Raje Reje Reje Bojindra Gehe Gni Sikheva Rudha Saraswati Gyana Kale Yata Sati So that de Sa Devaki, that Devaki, right, who who, what did she have? He says, Sarva Jagat Nivasha, who within her had the one who sustains, who holds the entire universe. It's again continuously showing this, that the, this mystery of the, of the absolute infinite seemingly in a, a, in a limited container, right? Nivasha uh, Bhuta, Nivasha Bhuta, that, that infinite became the resident and dwelled within her womb. Right, so tradition goes into the mind of Vasudeva, into the mind of Devaki, and into the body of Devaki, into her womb. But where was she? You know, you have to see. You see the the uh, Devaki, the purest soul, held within her womb, the absolute being. Right, you imagine that when it was uh, described in for in 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 in, in Vas when it, when that soul was in Vasudeva, it was like a th the sun. Right, so here, like here, she's described like a moon. But where she, where was she? She was in prison. She was in the house of Kamsa, the horrible, monstrous demon. Right. So now it gives. It says it was just like Agnishik Bojanagehi. Um, it was in the. It's in the house of this of this uh, this, this evil Kamsa. Agnishika Eva Rura Agnishika Eva. Just like. The, uh, the the shika means flames of agni. It's like the flame, like a flaming fire, right? Rudda, that's been covered, right? So like a the, the, usually the translation is like a pot, you know, like a fire covered inside of a pot, right? You know, so you had the the the, the so it's interesting. Krishna wasn't born in fanfare. He was born in prison, right? Of a, of an evil man's in the basement of an evil man. I've been to that place. It's quite something. Where we were told to play this is where Krishna is, a, it's still a prison. <laughs> it looks like a prison. They've kept it that type of look, or they made it that way to look like that. Um, uh, in Matura. So that she became, she, although she held that, that uh, the one that holds the entire universe, yet it, she was, it, she was like, a, like, a, like a flaming fire that's been covered. That's been covered. Or it says, Saraswati Jnana Kale. Jnana uh, Kale. Saraswati means goddess of wisdom. Jnana means as Saraswati Jnana, the wisdom of the goddess Saraswati. Kale, it's been that's not being distributed, like knowledge that's not being distributed, like fire that's been covered, or like knowledge that is not being spoken. Can you say like that? So it's a poetic way, but it's trying to show the nature of that situation. How does he translate? But so Devaki Devi has. Thus became the residence of him whom the whole world in whom the whole world resides. She did not reveal her spiritual luster fully to the outside world as she was a captive in Kamsa's prison. Her case was like that of light kept in a pot, or like knowledge of a scholar who would not partake who would not partake it with others. It's more clean, but it's all there. So what happened? Tam viksha kamsa prabhaya 
Chitantaram. Achita Antaram Virochayam. So after seeing Devaki, seeing her simply says tam her, Devaki, after seeing after comes a scene what? Prabhaya was was full effulgence, right? This light shining from her, right? Right. Why Ajita Antaram? Because he had Ajita, that unborn infinite being within her. Uh, uh, antaram within uh, antaram means within her, virochaniyam illuminating uh, suchi smitam, and she saw her smiling and happy, right? So she was even though in a horrible stressful situation, she was fully blissful, right? What happened? He says, uh, he said to himself, aha Asia, aha Asia, that that Asia, that person, that Vishnu, my enemy, right? Prana haraha hari that vihari who is going to be the my cause of my death, Pranahari, who will take my life, right? Guham, he's in the womb of my sister, my cousin's sister. He knew, he knew. This situation, I've killed so many of her children, but this time you can see. That I've never seen her, so I mean, usually you imagine, that they would describe that I can, when every time she had a child, she was both happy and upset. Happy because how can you not holding your child in your, in your hands, but upset knowing that it would be taken by the king and being most likely bashed and killed, right? But here she's fully happy, right? And and so you're thinking, ah, my enemy, the cause, the one who is destined to kill me. He knows he will will kill him, right? The thing is that he's doing everything to stop being killed by him. But here it says the one who's going to kill me, right? So we talked uh, a couple weeks ago. This is also our similar situation. We know we're going to die, but we still have to fight. We still have to push, have to fight and protect ourselves as best we can. Right, it's true in every situation, you know. Uh, but Shudam um, Shitahaya, that has uh, uh, within the womb that that Lord has taken shelter, not shelter, but has entered that. Uh, because how do I know? It's because Devaki wasn't like this before. Pura iyam idrishya. She wasn't like this before. Let's see what he translates. Verse twenty. When Kamsa saw her resplendent and smiling, illuminating the whole house by her luster, derived from the Lord in her womb. He said to himself, Surely Hari, who is the cause of my death, must be within her, for never before have I seen her with such a divine luster. So now he's in a predicament. Right? So before, every time the child was born, she he killed. But now he sees now now this is that was just protection. That was just in case. Right? Right. But now it's obvious. Now the Lord is here, right? So a natural thing he should kill it before he, he should have he, the easier thing would just be to kill her there and then. Right? Kim Aja Tasmin Karyaniyam Karaniyam. This is what in now in this situation, what am I to do? What should I do? Given this situation. What's my duty? Ashume Yat Artha Tantraha. Oh, okay. Artha Tantraha Na Vihanti Vikramam. That that the one that talking about Vishnu, Artha Tantra, Tantraha. That that Lord will not give up his mission, right? The one who's there, he will not stop until I'm dead. What am I to do now? What should be my action, right? But he thinks, Shriyaha, Striyaha Swashu, she's a woman, right? And Swashu, she's my own sister, cousin sister. She's my own relative, right? Guru Mataha. Guru here means heavy. Means she's and she's pregnant. If I kill her, the natural thing is just kill her. But she's a woman. She's my sister, and she's pregnant. What will people say? Right. So it's not like what is it wrong to do this? Right. Actually, he says, "Vandana uh, ayam." Uh, killing such, a, killing your sister, killing a woman, and killing a pregnant woman. Right. Killing a pregnant, your pregnant sister. Let's put it that way. Right. Right. Yashaha. Sriyam hantihi anukalam ayuhu. Yashaha means fame, reputation, right? Shriyam, uh, 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 power, uh, opulence, uh, um, glory, 
Hantihi, it will go away. Right? Anukalam, forever. Doing this, I'll lose my fame. Why? People will say, oh, what a horrible person he is. Right? So remember, he's a politician. He represents an ideal politician. He's thinking, uh, 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 uh. he's not thinking, oh, I have to, out of love for my sister, I shall wait. He said, if I kill her now, everybody will criticize me. Right? And I'll lose my fame. Right? And Ayuhu, also, and, uh, my fame and my uh, life, my um, uh, uh, lifespan will decrease. Saisha jivam kalo sampareto. So here, sa means he, whom, sa, he means a violent, horrible person that could kill his own sister while she's pregnant, right? Jivam kalo sampareta. Even while living, he's considered like dead. Such a person is already, even living, he's, he's, he's seen by all as dead, right? So he's thinking, what, what are his options, right? While living, I'll be considered dead, right? Nobody, you see such a person, nobody will ever respect that person. Right now, he's commanding himself by fear. But if people know how really how horrible it is, you know, see, even, the pop, even a tyrant who loses control once he steps over, once a population realizes uh, too much of his real nature, then they can easily, even, even a dictator can be, we see, a dictator can be overthrown once the people are fed up, he's thinking, right? Right, he's that person is considered while alive. He's already considered dead, as good as dead, right? Anybody who does is these horrible activities, deha mrittatam manujaha, deha mritta. And when this body is finished, when the body dies, right, what will happen? He'll be manujaha. Uh, all people will say that he goes to hell, right? It says tama andam. His end is full darkness. So he's thinking, in this life, I'll be like dead. Losing, because also, what do you mean by living, being like that? Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita to Arjuna, for the arguing the opposite, not not to kill, but he has to kill. Right? <laughs> Still based upon mistake, and he says that, but you're, he uses the argument, you're, you're a Kshatriya. Right? You're, uh, and Kshatriya fame and reputation is all important to a king and military. That's all about your name and position and, and people's view of you. Right and people and, and you may be running thinking oh I don't want to kill anybody but they'll say you ran out of fear you ran out of cowardice right and he says you'll lose your reputation to a famous person or to a noble person infamy is worse than death he says that's one of the arguments he uses right so here a similar thing is like to to lose my to have everybody think I'm a horrible person is worse than I'll be like dead right and on top of that we know what happens somebody who kills a pregnant woman their own sister uh, and uh, um, what happens and after death. You, I'll go to darkness. Right, it's probably true. Such as both, both these things, you would lose the reputation. So there, uh, this is a, a, a rephrasing of a very, or it, this line was rephrased in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Lord Chaitanya gives uh, a series of commentaries on this Atmaram verse in the Bhagavad Gita. Atmaram means one who's satisfied within, and he tells a story, very powerful story, of a, of, of a hunter. And this hunter is Narada Muni is walking through the forest, and he sees. He sees actually one injured animal, right? He says, but he's injured. He sees that he was uh, uh, um, shot by an arrow. But he says, but it was, but it was done in a way that it would not kill the animal, it just caused it pain, and the animal was crying out. And he th- and he thinks that on- only an expert could shoot to know how to shoot in a way that doesn't kill the animal. But why would an expert shooter hunter not kill the animal, right? It seems like that's a gun. so. He said, what is it? And he saw somewhere else another bird cut killed in the same or half-killed. Actually, these words, they were half-killed. Different animals were half-killed. He goes, what is it? Then he meets the hunter. I forget the hunter's name. Anarda Muni goes, why are you doing this? He said, if you're a hunter, it's bad enough you're a hunter. It's not a very clean life, right? But just kill the animal quickly. He goes, no, 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 no. I've learned. I'm doing this very consciously. It's it's, uh, an ancient world version of factory farming. right? What I'm doing, I'm doing this for maximum profit. By half-injuring the animal, other animals will come thinking that it's injured. And then I'll kill those animals too. Right, so it's t- it may be causing pain, but it's to uh, it's economically beneficial. I and not only that, I've learned this from my father. He learned it from his father, so it's okay, right? And so Narada Muni, but he sees Narada Muni is a great holy man, and so he, and and uh, 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 and so Narada Muni says, "How is this? this is horrible?" You well, tell me what to do then, right? And he gives a similar. He says, "Don't live and don't die," right? This is a, his similar thing. Living, living, you lose reputation. Here he's saying, "I'll be like that," and dying, I'll go to hell. 
Or here he says, don't live because living you'll create so much horrible action. Right? And dying, the result of those actions will come to you. Can you imagine a holy man saying, my advice to you is don't live and don't die. <laughs> so it's like, that's like you're giving me no option. What do I do? What do I do? He says, okay, if you want actual advice, besides don't live and don't die, right? then he gave him, he initiated into a mantra, he says, don't hurt any, don't, no longer hurt anything. Don't, Krishna will arrange everything. You'll, you'll be provided simple food. Right? And he gave him a mantra, him and his wife planted a tulsi tree, they lived in a small hut like this. Right? And then Narada Muni left. Right? And he came back some years later with one of his, another disciple. And he said, I have, a, I have one of my disciples in this forest, I shall see him. And he comes and he sees, and so there's a tulsi plant, and that holy man, that, that, that hunter, the, the enemy of animals was his name, I'm remembering his name, uh, the enemy of animals, was, was uh, doing his japam in front of a tulsi plant. And when he saw, oh, Guruji, Gurudev has come. When he, got, he went up to do pranams, and he sees, and he, and he moves this way, and he moves, and he moves over here, he moves over here. It took him a long time to move because there were some ants on the floor. He didn't want to step on the ants, right? And then Narada Muni points out, so just see the you know, power of, of Wolf the Mantra or the or, or the holy company of of, this, of, of Narada Muni, right? The, the one who was known as the enemy of animals uh, is now careful not to even step on an ant. Transformation, you know. So it's a similar thing. The similar thing is that going living, it's it's it, it's horrible, and dying, the result of this horrible act, will also come, right? Let's see here. I think I have one more verse only. Let's read it. Where we got here. Uh, when Kamsa saw her resplendent, smiling, illuminating the whole house by her luster derived from the Lord. Oh, I read that. Uh, uh, the man who sustains his life by practicing extreme cruelty is notorious as dead even while living. People would begin to curse him in this lifetime itself. And dead he will go to hell that awaits such villains. Verse 23. Iti ghora tamad bhavet san ni vrittaha sayam prabhu. So thinking these horrible thoughts about his sister, how to kill her, he gave he, he began to he gave up such such thinking. His initial response is I have to kill her. But thinking like this, no, I'll lose my reputation, people will criticize me and I'll probably go to hell for this. Right, I better wait. Right. He withdrew that. Right. Aste Pratikshan Tat. Janma. He waited. He instead he waited for the birth, right? Because his enemy is that child when he's born. I'll take care of him when he's born, right? Right. Harihi. That that hari. Vaira anub an krit. This vaira anubha While thinking of him, bound to him, with enmity, with anger, with fear or hatred. So this is an interesting thing. It says that any if you meditate on Kang God. Meditate. If you think of God, there's there's different bhavas. Of course, we usually th- we uh, the, the Vaishnava Tantra says there's five primary bhavas. You can think of God as in the Shanta bhava, uh, peaceful mode, like a rish- like the rishis, Vedic rishis did. God is all pervading. He's the soul of everything. He manifests within the movements of nature. This is a very gentle Shanta bhava. There is uh, 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 um, uh, Dasya bhava, that of like a like a servant to its master. Right there's uh, um, uh, Shakya Bhava, like a friend. Uh, 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 there's Madhurya Bhava, that of romantic relationship. Batsalya Bhava, that of parental, or ma- God's your parent or your God's parent. There's different Bhavas that are there, right? But here he doesn't have any of these Bhavas. His uh, Krishna's Vishnu is my enemy, right? But think what happens if you think Vishnu is going to be the cause of my death. Then all the time he's thinking Vishnu is going to kill me. And you're thinking, when is he going to be born? Any, any moment he can be born. Any moment he can kill me. Right? So that, even the meditation, being bound to him by enmity. That's a word in English. I don't know, enmity by uh, 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 animosity. Right? By hatred, by fear. Right? Still that became an obsession. He became obsessed. And if you meditate on Vishnu, that's uh, uh, Vishnu's name, Vishnu's qualities, Vishnu's dhamma. Vishnu's Rupa, all these things are non-different. You'll be, it says that you become, you become liberated. Right? In the final verse, 
asina uh, while sitting. Sam sam visham while lying down on his bed. Tishtam staying anywhere, wherever he was. Bunjanaha uh, while taking food. Paryantan uh, while moving, while walking here and there, doing his business. Mahim uh, while well, here, while there, while moving around the city. Chintayanaha, he was always meditating upon him. Right, but this is a very powerful. Uh, he was 24 hours a day while sitting, while sleeping, while walking, while taking food, while talking, while doing his business. He he never lost thought of him. Um, of who Rishikesham, the Lord, the Master of the Sense, is the name for Vishnu. Right. Tatmayam Jagat. Uh, uh, he he constantly thought of Rishikesham, that Lord of the Universe. Who Tatmayanjagat, who's who fills everything. So once again, so we we have that all-pervading Lord Vishvatma, right? Who entered the mind, entered the mind, even though he's all-pervading, becomes obvious in the mind of Deva of, of, of Vasudeva. Then becomes obvious in the mind of Devaki. But here it's becoming obviously in the mind of of Kamsa. That he that Rishikesha, that all-pervading Lord Tatmayam, who fills the entire universe. Which it's so obvious we don't see. That's our problem, right? We, the one we don't see is everywhere. He began to think of him continuously. If only we could have such meditation, you know. We try. We sit a few minutes in the morning, a few minutes in the evening, and 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 one one tenth of that maybe kind of thought of the one that pervades the universe, you know. But um, so this is a, a, a com- completely all-absorbing meditation, right? Sri Ramakrishna says that actually we can take whatever our emotion. We need to focus it upon God, right? If you're angry, be angry with God or angry at those who stop you from realizing God. If you're lustful, you should want God. If you're agitated, you know, whatever the, the, whatever the sentiment, some other, if it's focused on God, it becomes, the sentiment itself becomes purifying, purified, right? But we become purified because anywhere you, Charmakrishna said, if you touch, if you eat a chili, anywhere you eat a chili, if you eat it this way, that way, knowingly, unknowingly, somebody tricks you and you eat it, if by accident you eat it, it's going to burn your mouth, right? Or all this says, if you jump into the water, you get pushed into the water, if you slip into the water, you're going to get wet, right? Or if, if uh, other example, if, if, you're, uh, uh, if you're in a perfume shop, no matter what, you're, 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 you'll smell perfume, right? If you're, if, if you're in a dirty room, no matter, and, and you're wearing white clothes, eventually you're going to get touched by, you're going to get soiled, right? So somehow or another, if you think of any thought of God, it's going to have an effect, right? Of course... We're told by even the commentator on these verses always remind us that it's not that we should think of God as an enemy, right? You know what this moth is? This this uh, night blooming jasmine. This the reason it blooms at night. Its only purpose is to attract that moth. That moth only it mates by by being attracted to this uh, uh, smell, and it can smell it for about 20 miles. Right, so for me it's a little difficult because they're very big and they enter my kutir and they're they're like bir- like hummingbirds inside your inside your room. You know, they bang against you and hit my head, and I have I have to get up three times a night and try to catch it and <laughs> turn off all the lights, put lights on outside so I can direct it. It's quite they're very very cool. That's this the purpose of beautiful jasmine blooms is for that moth. There, that's very interesting. Right, but also see how meditative it, it goes for t- for miles to find that. So I don't want to in- interfere. <laughs> They've come a long way to just to, to see this, you know. So but anyway, so the the, 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 the the rishis are always telling us not that we should hate God. Better to have that type of devotion. If 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 fear of God can and, and can can give us that type of meditation, imagine what real love could do. Right, and we're given another example. Kamsa is one example of a relationship with God. Somebody who attained liberation was liberated from his horrible demonic mentality. But he's not usually held up as the greatest devotee of Vishnu, of Krishna. Right, look at the, uh, the greatest devotees of Krishna are the gopis. Right, they didn't approach him as an, as an enemy. Right, they, uh, 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 and, th- and the type of their experience is not just being liberated from a demonic mindset, which is what uh, he got liberation from his condition. The gopis got the positive, not, not freedom from a negative situation, but they got an infinitely positive relationship, an ever-expanding relationship with the infinite. So we'll end there tonight as the sun goes down slowly and the weather changes.
Thank you for your kind attention. Any questions or comments? Can I ask a question? Yep. So you said if you're angry, angry mm. at God. Yes. Why? That's the thing is that I don't. I, I've read that for years. That I don't exactly know how to be angry at God, right? Uh, people are some people are angry at God. That's that's out of bitterness, and some people are just angry at the world. You know, that's not what's meant, right? Right. But uh, Sri Ramakrishna describes. He says that uh, according to the gunas, right? Just like we have sattva in the material world, we have we have we have examples of sattva guna, rajaguna, and tamaguna. Right. Similarly, in spirit, for devotion, also has sattva guna, rajaguna, and tamaguna. Right, so he says that the tamaguna of a devotee, a devotee's tamaguna, to use his exact language, uh, is like a decoit. Right, the decoit is like you force, like you know, you. Uh, 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 he says, uh, he, Takra says, kill, bind. <laughs> you know, it's like almost it's like it's like it's a, a roughy, but some people have this relationship there, and and uh, like even even um, in the playfulness of the of the of Krishna's fr cowherd friend. Sometimes they'd wrestle and they'd wrestle. Ah, you get you, you see yourself, but they you know they fight. They you know it's not out of love, of course, right? It's not actual anger. It's playful anger in a certain sense, you know. But yeah, I've never like uh, I've read that and I've said that the Takwar said these type of things that you, if you're angry, if you're lustful, focus that at, focus that and focus that on God. I, exactly how to be angry with God in a constructive way, I'm not exactly when sure. Bad things happen. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, Accident, yeah, but also, dying, people blame you know, people, God. but blaming God's not the same thing. That's usually <laughs> a way of rejecting, not, not of engaging, right? This yeah. is not, he's not, he's not rejecting, he's fully engaging God, mm -hmm. right? That's the thing. And I am, one, one person, one sadhu said about it, he was talking about the guru-disciple relationship. He says, he's talking to, to one of his disciples that I knew. He says, fight me, but don't reject me. He says, if you want to fight me, well, I'll happily fight you my whole life. You can fight me your whole life, but, but. But the thing is, our relationship is, is real. You should, if you don't agree with me, fight with me, mm. right? It's like it's not a, it's a necessarily out of anger or something like that. But like, not that you have to agree with me and obey me, but I'm willing to fight you on this. You know, it's like this is a like a uh, 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 somebody at your very own whatever emotion. Like with our own family, we can't reject our family. But sometimes you're pissed off with your family. Sometimes you're in love with your family members, right? But but the under underlying why you even tolerate even people you're furious with. Right, is because under there's an underlying focus of love, right? Not an underlying dismissal. The problem is when people reject God. When somebody dies, and you reject God. That usually is not a symptom of, of their of mature devotion. It's usually out of uh, a core lack of faith. You know, you that. But I remember one devotee said he said that why he wasn't coming to Kalimandir for some time. We hadn't seen one devotee a long time. So oh, I'm fighting Ma. I'm I'm in I'm in fighting Ma for some time. Something's happening. He's arguing with Ma. And I said you've uh, you you've read all the Puranas. You know Chandi. Is there any example of fighting Ma and winning? <laughs> you, know, no, you might as well just surrender immediately <laughs> if you're going to fight God. And as Krishna says in the Gita, however way you approach me, I respond. Right? So if you approach as a lover, he responds as a lover. If you spoke to the friend, he becomes your friend. If you spoke as a servant, he becomes your master. Right? If you spoke as a child, he becomes your mother or father. If you spoke as a mother or father, he becomes your child. Right? But if you approach as, a, if you approach as an enemy, he becomes your enemy. Or if you want to fight God, he's an expert fighter, right? And anyway, you're going to be liberated. It's going to be to your benefit. If you fight God, and also, what if you, your, your, your approach of God is denial? Then he responds by disappearing. That's also, wherever you approach me, I respond in kind, right? If you want to ignore God, very fine. Then I'll be, he says in the Gita, I am, the, I am forgetfulness. I am doubt, right? I am, uh, I am faith and I am lack of faith. So he's all these, he's, he's both remembrance and forgetfulness. If you want to forget God, then that's a relationship. God will respond that way, no problem. Yes. How did he resolve his dilemma with the baby? Which one? Your, in your story. Uh -huh. the, the, the baby was going to be born. Yes, yes. Did he resolve the dilemma? No, he decided to wait. Yeah. I'll wait till he's born. Wait, wait till he's born. Oh, right. <laughs> but, but in so doing, he, those nine months, right, that, that, yeah. were, that uh, nine, ten months in the womb, right, he was completely... By the end, we realize, or we'll read it pretty soon, it's like, every night, somebody comes to bring him water. Ah, maybe you're sent by Vishnu. This water is poisoned by Vishnu. I don't trust it, right? It's like every, everywhere he saw Vishnu. Right? Vishnu's going to kill me. Vishnu's going to kill me. He became so obsessed. But he was thinking, Vishnu, 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 Vishnu. Right? And, and he was, and the thinking was not paranoia because Vishnu was out to kill him. <laughs> Sometimes paranoia is just good sense. <laughs> Sometimes it's a sign of mental health. <laughs>
<laughs> because you know, it's like uh, 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 one one sadhu said he was sitting in the temple room where he said, "You see that Kali, our mother, that sword she's holding is after us. <laughs> she is after us. You ha- you should be scared. <laughs> the eagle is going to be cut for sure. You know, so it's also we can take this as an ancient history, but also take it a little bit internally also." Right, uh, uh, Kamsa is it can be interpreted as, as just this pure, unregenerated ego. Like all the demons can be interpreted, the big tyrant de- demons. Some demons are an aspect of ourselves. Kamsa is just pure ego, right? And and so that's his, you know, that uh, that view. And the third, he knows Vishnu's God, and he knows Vishnu is going to kill him, but he can't help want to protect himself, right? This is also the thing. He's he's born in the Yadu, Yadu uh, dynasty. He's a divine. All, he's born in a family of devotees. It says that the Yadu, why Vishnu was going to be born in that family? Because these family are of his devotees. They're generationally have been taken shelter. They're, they're uh, uh, great devotees. <coughs> so he's born in that family for some reason. Actually, by his great good mercy, by God's mercy and by his good karma, he's born in such a family. Right? Because think about it. Like in, in, as be, as if, you're, if you're a horrible demon, chances are you're gonna, you're, what's going to happen? You're going to go to hell. Right and darkness after darkness after darkness, sin after sin after sin. The reactions of those sins, right? You you uh, you you do selfish action, you get painful results. Your heart closes up. You do more painful selfish action, more painful results, harmful results. Your heart. Clo- you can go. Krishna says in Gita, says such. You can go from darkness to darkness to darkness. Right. You can eternally go into darkness if you want. It's very hard to get out of that spiral. Right. So from that such a personality, what's the chance of his liberation? Almost impossible. Right, think of the great mercy. Actually, Krishna is so merciful. Vishnu is merciful, even to. Exactly, it's it's it's, it's, it's um. Uh, this was actually. Also, we have to know these the character Kamsa. They're actually great devotees who were cursed. There's a backstory to everybody, right? So he he also has a backstory, and so he was. His his curse is his blessing is to be killed by Vishnu and thus be liberated, right? So that's so. Uh, it's also to so. Our egos are a bit like that. We're lucky, actually, that that we're we may be fi- we're also all fighting God, right? We're both we're, we're both worshiping and scared of the one that's going to free us, right? So in a certain sense, the ego's an example of this, also, right? He's being uh, uh, deep and uh, unnoticed in the prison, deep where we try in parts of us that we try to push dark and cover and try to cover up. He's still he's being born, right? And and when he fully manifests, the ego is not going to survive that that. Right. You look at Prahlad, he said, uh, Hiranyakashipu, uh, Prahlad said God's everywhere. God's nowhere. What do you mean God's everywhere? God's everywhere. Is he in this pillar? Yes, of course. And so he breaks a pillar. And turns out God's in the pillar. So what happens when, when you think you're God and there is no God besides you, and you realize that the pillar, that there's God everywhere, you get, it gets, everything gets literally ripped apart. And Nishingada rips that realization. The ego gets ripped apart. Here, uh, Kamsa has to uh, a little bit of uh, the play is a little more <coughs> drawn out, right, and very significant. And so also we can see as Kamsa begins to send all the different demons to kill Krishna when Krishna gets transferred to Baiku, uh, Vrindavan and Gokul. Those demons are also very sim- uh, deeply symbolic. Like we'll go into that. Each demon represents different aspects, different obstacles we have to do. So, in which sense, also then, then Kamsa and this story is also the story of this. Uh, it's an ancient story of ancient mythology and 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 a, a, an avatar's lila. But it's also, in cer- certain sense, our story, right? Uh, it's a story of the soul's awakening and, and the ego, you know, the birth of Krishna, the ego, the, the dying of the ego, the and so many things that come up. Anyway, I think we need to get ready for RT. Jai Mahakali, Jai Takur. <coughs> what time? You know what time it is? Yes. Yeah, Sixteen. Oh, that's so, that's not so bad. I think it may not be our bell. At first, I got all excited, but it's like I, w- I don't know that bell. <laughs> you know how to turn the thing? Yeah, I just turn. Stop. The square. The square. This one here. Yeah.